Hi, I'm Lauren from Clash Schneider with Clash Notes for Broadway Radio. I'm here with Alice York, lead artist of The Appointment at the WP Theater. Hello and welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. You bet. Thanks for being here. We're going to jump right in and talk about The Appointment as Lightning Rod Special's production of a satirical musical examining the absurdity and hypocrisy of the American abortion debate. So, Alice, how did this all start and where did it start? Mm -hmm. So this is a piece that um, uh, an idea that I brought to um, light the lightning rod special cohort probably five or six years ago. Um, I've always been passionate about access to abortion and I had an idea about using pro-life imagery um, of a anthropomorphized fetus and combining that with the great American musical. Hmm. Um, and I wanted to see if we could <clears throat> figure out a way to combine these two really disparate forms um, to create something that was um, unexpected and jarring and hopefully in the end sort of moving. Um, so we, we've been banging away at this show probably since 2016. Um, and we put up a public draft of it in 2017 and then, um, continued to work on the show for a few more years and, um, uh, presented it both in Philadelphia and in New York in 2019. Mm -hmm. Well, this is what the New York Times had to say about it in 2019 when you were next door at the New York Theater Workshop. You will definitely not feel after this remarkable piece from the Lightning Rod special troupe is clear-headed. This thoughtful, profoundly imaginative show concludes in a silence that is all the more eloquent for the sound and the fury that preceded it. Alice, talk a little bit about the power of silence. Mm. Mm, love that. Ooh. We wanted to find contrast is something that Lightning Rod Special really looks for in our pieces. Contrasts both in subject matter and content and in form, right? Contrasting um, this pro-life imagery of the fetus with this classic American musical. And what began to emerge in the rehearsal room in our in our creative process was a contrast literally in volume. Hmm. All of the scenes that we made with these fetus characters were raucous. They were loud. They were um, intense. They were upsetting. And scenes that we began to make in clinic spaces in, in a more grounded, in a real world setting were more subdued. Um, office, maybe except for a pediatrician's office, mm -hmm. um, knows how quiet those rooms are. Um, mm -hmm. Everyone is sort of taking care of themselves. They're reading a magazine. They're looking at their phone. Um, mm -hmm. And when you go into the doctor's office, finally, and you're waiting for someone to come in, you're just sitting quietly for who knows how long. Um, mm -hmm. So we really wanted to lean into that disparity between this noise, I, I love that phrase, the sound and the fury of those um, 
of those more satirical spaces, that fetus space, the sort of cabaret space of the show, and then contrast it with this more grounded, this more realistic, this much quieter space of the clinic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. It's really, it's so exquisite conceptually and remarkable how you explore it all. And you're listed as lead artist, mm-hmm. part of the lead writing team, as well as being a co-creator and a performer. <laughs> so starting from the origin of the piece, could you describe your, your role in it? Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the piece began with a, um, with a character that I made and a, and this question that I had. So as the, this role, the lead artist is something we use in lightning rod special to signify mm, maybe the question driver and the ultimate sounding board of, of the piece that we will eventually make additionally with an ensemble. Um, so I had this question. I, I brought this question to the intimate cohort of lightning rod special. And we gathered in some actor and creator friends who we love and respect and, and love working with and began exploring this question in a theatrical space together um, so much the way actually musicians will get together and and um, jam or improvise mm-hmm. music together all night long. That's how mm-hmm. we make theater. Mm-hmm. And much the way that out of a four hour jam session, mu- one one of those musicians wa- write, might walk away and write one song. We might have one seed uh, that we want to continue with after two or three days of rehearsal. Um mm-hmm. So with this team of actor creators, we generated um, much of the text that you see in the show. And as lead artist, I got, I had sort of two jobs. One was coming to the, coming to the rehearsal room with hours of research. So I did lots of in-person research at clinics. I did lots of reading um, both about access to abortion. And I did lots of reading and listening to pro-life podcasts and texts. So I came to rehearsal with lots of um, research, with lots of um, avenues to explore, and we would generate all together in the room. And then as the lead artist in my sounding board role, got to say, ah, okay, more of this. Let's keep going down that avenue. Mm, Less of that. I don't think it's that avenue. I got to sort of uh, maybe be the person with the... um, with the flashlight in the dark saying, I think we're going to go over here now. I think we're going to go over here now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's an extraordinarily collaborative environment that you've created within the company. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you about director Eva Steinmans, who's also a part of the lead writing team. Mm -hmm. It puts the two of you in a unique relationship for those who are maybe more conventional. And Mm -hmm. in this case, how do you, as the actor, work with Eva as the director? Mm, such a great question. Just, just like you said, she and I are are, are coming to, our, to every of our interactions with several different roles in our backs. Mm-hmm. Um, there comes a point where there is a sort of hinge point. There's a point in the process where she and I are working very collaboratively as, as writers. And I'm working mostly with my writer hat on. And then at a certain point, things have to switch. And I have to at least... Um, pause, take my writer hat off temporarily. 
and let her be director and let me be actor um, and get to say, well, with our lead, with our writer hats on, we're in agreement about what the show wants to look and feel like, um, what it wants to deliver to an audience, how it wants to make us all feel. And so now I trust her as director to be carrying those things forward. And I trust her on the outside to be directing me on the inside and the rest of us on the inside. So we really do quite a bit of juggling. Um, and there does have to be a deep sense of collaboration and and a deep trust, which I'm, I'm very grateful that in Eva and the other folks in the room, we, we were able to, to, to foster and create together. Mm-hmm. When the music is composed by Alex Bechtel mm-hmm. and within your creative process, mm-hmm. how does one compose, or work with four writers. Mm-hmm. Right, writers. <laughs> yeah. So four writers and, and also um, the other actor creators. Mm-hmm. 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 In some of our workshop periods, we were all writing songs um, um, in the way that we were all writing the text. We're also all writing the music and the, and the, and the lyrics. So some of the songs, um, uh, actually, again, like I was saying with Eva, Alex, in his role as lead writer, he's inside. He's he's in that inner mix, right? He's he's. Mm-hmm. We're all working together to say, this is what we want the show to go. This is what we think needs to happen next. Um, two songs I can think of in particular came out of this, where we were saying we really want a sh- a song where we um where we zoom out mm-hmm. from all this sound and fury, from all this noise we've been hearing about a song that. We were talking about, I think it's um, this big blue marble quote. This is maybe Carl Sagan has this quote about um, from the perspective of the moon or further out into the solar system, the earth is just a big blue marble. Hmm. And we started sharing different phrases about what that meant to us. And a few days later, Alex came back with a song that's now called Matter um, about everything you've ever loved, um, every grain of sand, every wedding band they're they're all so small in the greater context of things so that was a song that even though alex himself wrote the music and the lyrics on paper we all created the space for that song together um so again it's really collaborative it really involves a lot of back and forth and and the connection of the layering of these two roles of the lead writer and this and the composer or in eva's case the director builds really a deeper understanding of what the show is asking for and how, how to, how to dig into those roles. Mm-hmm. 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 Now you co-founded lightning rod special, this really extraordinary company in, in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. What about Philly made you want to make it your artistic home? Mm. Wow. What, what if, yeah. I love that question. Um, I moved to Philadelphia from New York, actually, to go to to study with Pig Iron Theater Company when they were starting a graduate program. And so the folks that are that I ended up founding Lightning Rod Special with, we all met through that program, either actually in it or from our time there. And I remember distinctly living in Philadelphia for six weeks and feeling like I had already met incredible that I had already met people who would become my collaborators mm. and that I was already seeing a community in Philadelphia 
Um, it happened very quickly. Um, I think in some ways Philadelphia has, has for a long time been a city that's fostered collaboration and community in, in art spaces. Um, in some ways from having been for a long time, a, a second city to, to New York, um, a sixth, seventh, or maybe even eighth borough, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, because it had a sort of smaller, more independent ground. Um, there is for a long time, there was less of a, um, there was there isn't big commercial space in Philadelphia, in Philadelphia theater like there is in New York. So even our regional theaters are smaller and more independent. And, and so it fostered a community that could play both in a regional theater scene and also in an independent self-made scene. Um, so by the time I got to Philadelphia in the early aughts, um, I was coming into a city that had birthed Pig Iron, that had birthed Headlong Dance, that had birthed New Paradise Laboratories, um, companies that were really at the forefront of, of maker movements in theater, um, in sort of 21st century theater. Um, so there was already a lot of connection and collaboration present there by the time um, by the time Lightning Road Special started to grow. Well, lucky for them to have you there with this creative impulse. And of course, for New York audiences, and I hope national audiences with the work. So Alice, thank you so much. Thank you. It was really wonderful to talk with you today. I'm Lauren Klaschneider with Alice York, lead artist of The Appointment at the WP Theatre. Thank you. Thank you.